Welcome to Wreck Yourself. Welcome. I'm Brittany. I'm Grant. We're married. We are married for now. <laughs> uh, hopefully forever. Forever. There is no other option. Um, but we are here to talk about pain. Not just any kind of pain, though. Physical pain. Yeah, none of that emotional crap. No, no, no. The emotional pain is it's too complicated. Save it for another podcast. Not we're us. not we are not that podcast. And yeah, we're not here for that. We're not no, here for that. No. Um, so the way this works, you know, this is our first one, clearly. You know, we gotta let everybody know. It's like our first child. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It's, it's the closest thing we'll have. Yeah, this podcast is the closest thing that Brittany and I will ever have to a child. Yeah. So we yes. have to nurture it. And you all need to say that it's beautiful and it's lovely. <laughs> and if you tell it it's ugly and it's bad, it's going to grow up and do terrible things. So you need to be nice to it. So there's one thing we can all agree about is that there's there's levels to pain, right? I Yeah. I mean, have you been to the doctor's office ever? You know, you see that chart on the wall. Yep. It's got the, how are you, how are you feeling? And it's, it's literally like, it's got the what three smiley faces on it i mean how how can you choose between that like you obviously don't want to look like a fucking pussy and be like i'm the sad one but if you're not feeling well you clearly don't want to say you're the happy one they're going to be like well why are you here you know so like you're kind of in the i feel like we live in the middle we all live in the middle pain's such a weird thing because you don't want to well, I mean, if you're me, you want everybody to know that you, that that you're in pain and you want to feel some sympathy and you want to feel like, you know, like people are taking care of you. But there's so many times where you, you know, you got to bite your tongue or you got to cover it up or you can't complain. And like, I feel like a doctor's office is like that sometimes where it's like, you don't want to tell, even if you're not feeling well or if something hurts, you don't want to tell a doctor because you're afraid of like what actually might really be the results but isn't the doctor like the one person that you actually want to tell because they're the person that can help you like they're in front of you it's one thing if it's like conceptually the doctor you know you're like agonizing over going to the doctor but right. once you're there i mean i feel like that's kind of, that's kind of your moment uh, how, how often have you been to the doctor for in for, my entire life for not like checkups for when you get hurt you say more like, than 10 like an injury yeah more than 10 um no i i i think i could count it on one hand maybe i I, I tolerate pain well, but I also haven't gotten into painful incidents that have resulted in medical attention. Well, yeah, this is, this is coming from the girl whose mom. So I get it. I guess that starts to make sense. I I haven't, I haven't been to the doctor or into like a urgent care um, I actually just had, I, I just remembered the last time I was in an urgent care and it was with you after, after I closed my foot in the door. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I definitely remember that. Yeah. Absolutely remember that. And I actually downplayed that. Yeah. For once I was, ac- <laughs> I was the one who wanted to seek medical attention and you were, you were just like, nah, nah, we got this with a bandaid. Well, I mean, is in that situation... Uh, it was it was strange because I was like, man, this is probably just going to heal itself. This will just come back. It's just, it was such, uh, I, I feel like I need to give some context to this so people understand what we're talking about Absolutely. now. So basically, uh, I, I had been coming inside of our house uh, 
closing the front door and the cat was about to get out and I was in a rush to close the door before she slipped away. And in doing so, I missed uh, bringing my foot inside completely and nicked my heel on the corner of the bottom of our front door and kind of just kind of walked around for a minute, not thinking that it was much of anything besides a little bit of a surface wound. Uh, and then I saw that there was just a huge flap of skin just open up on my heel. Almost like was, a gill. Oh, she almost looked like, looked oh, like a fish. I didn't say that. That's so gross. It was gross. It was really gross. It, it well, was so gross I refused to it was, acknowledge well, it. So it was gross and I was home alone. I was on my lunch break from work and I just remember I as soon as I saw what it looked like, I grabbed a kitchen towel I wrapped it around my leg and I sat on the floor and put my leg up against the counter. So I was basically like leg was leg was vertical, but Where'd you upside learn that? down. Where'd you learn that? Um, I feel like everybody kind of knows that you just have to keep it above your heart. Well, also like it just felt like the, the smartest thing to do. It also felt like it was like I was going to get less blood on the floor. It was just uh, there were a lot of a lot of concerns going on in my head, and then I I also called you at the same time, and I told you what was going on, and you came home, you wrapped it up with uh with some gauze, I think a little yeah. bit, or maybe and an ace bandage. Gauze might as well have been toilet paper. It went right through. You, it. you sent me on my way though. I went back to back work. to work, back to the office when there were offices. Yeah, the, well, this is like the two offices ago. This wow. is like my last job, even. Pre pre the germination of COVID, COVID was just a mere a mere dream, a twinkle, a, yeah, you a know, twinkle in the government's eye for somebody's futuristic novel, and now it's real. But um, yeah, I went back to the office and I sat down at my desk and I'm going about just you know doing my work, and I just feel like my foot is getting wet and. <laughs> I'm just like, never good. That's never a good thing. I look down and I'm just like, I really hope that I really hope it's, it's not as bad as it feels. And I looked down and it was worse. It literally, my blood, blood was everywhere all over my shoe. And I just kind of quietly got up and went into my boss's office. And I said, I really, I need to go to urgent care and bleeding everywhere. And, uh, (laughs) Uh, didn't even wait for her to respond. I just walked out when it got in my car. Luckily, urgent care was on the same block. Yep, right by the office. Yeah. So, I mean, it was walking distance, but I obviously was in no shape to walk. So you met me there and the doctor um, said that I probably needed stitches, but kindly offered butterfly stitches, which I accepted. Um, And I, (laughs) I was just... Do you, was, remember, do you remember what happened? Do you remember like one of the funniest things? Well, now it's funny looking back on it in the moment. Actually, I think we kind of did laugh on it in the moment too. We get there or I get there. You were laying on the table on your stomach and she was looking at your ankle and cleaning it up or doing whatever she was doing to it. And the one of the first things she said to me was, you're really lucky that this flap of skin was still here. Oh I my can, God. Because I can butterfly it and it'll grow back. Like fucking Terminator or whatever. Like you just fucking. Well, yeah, doctors are, are pretty fucking magical. What I told Brittany to do when I got home and I, or, or, or when she told me about it, I, I told you to, to just cut it off. I told you just like, eh, just cut it off. It's, you know, it'll just grow back. Right. So I'm glad you didn't listen to me. Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. That was fucked up that you almost. like I don't even want to think about it but just you know if you don't like gory details skip ahead like 30 seconds but this flap of skin was probably 
like a good, almost like a centimeter thick. Like this was not like no, it was th- yeah. this was not a flap of skin you just ripped off. No, it was not. This th- this was this was a serious amount of skin, and, it was and I don't. Thick. It was. It reminded me of like the beef you get when you eat it, like a hot stone, like like when you put it over a hot stone. That's like disgusting. The it's beef. my body, and it's still attached to me. It's it's reabsorbed into my foot. It it's, looks great, by the way. It honestly healed very well. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you. I could definitely I, it's, tell. It's the one. It's the one with a tattoo on it because I was I was nervous that it had gashed the tattoo, but luckily it was missed. I remember that. I remember that too. But yeah, that was that was the last time I was at an urgent care, which was what three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Was it after we got married? Uh, no, 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 no. We were not before? married yet. Yeah, it was before marriage. Are you sure? I wouldn't have married you with an ankle like that. You just said it was before we got married. Oh, man, conversations are new for me. <laughs> Um, do you feel like you ever use pain? Do you feel like you, you amplify your pain? Uh, I think that I handle what most people would consider like big pain. I can, I, I take that well, but what do you, what do you mean by big pain? Um, like, uh, I was going to say like getting tackled, but I don't know. Like when is that? When How often like does happen? that happen to the normal person? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't experience pain. <laughs> Big pain. I don't know. I backed into the that agave that, the other day. That was pretty fucking. Are you terrible. saying I can tackle you if I want to, and you won't? It won't phase you. I think because I'm going to start tackling you. No, no. I think the way that you need to rephrase that is you can start trying to tackle me, and then. Oh no! I'll tackle you. I'll I make it be, happen. It will happen. The, I'm going to. I'm going to sneak a tackle you. Sneak a tackle. Yeah, that's it's what's going to happen. Ooh, I like sneak a tackle. Yeah, well, it's happening. <laughs> no, I'm ready for it. There's no sneak on me. So. So, okay, so you f- you can take tackles better than the average person. That's another thing. Is it, I, I can't keep associating myself with football. I'm way too old and way too far removed from playing any kind of organized sport to like think that those kind of things happen daily where I'm just going to get tackled. Well, I don't think you expect that to happen to you. I'm prepared constantly. I'm so I'm tense just walking around from the from the fridge to the couch. I'm tense. Then why don't you wear your football helmet? It's in the garage. You don't know how often I put it on. You should wear it when you... Is, do you only put it on when you're feeling vulnerable to attack? <laughs> I am I mean, okay, so so you... I take, I take, I take big pain. Well, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what I mean by big pain, but all I can do is say that I take little pain really bad where if I have a stomach ache, I feel like somebody's like gouging my intestines out. Like it's, it's terrible. So I, I, I make it seem that way. I definitely amplify it. I want attention. I want you to take care of me. You, not the listener, my wife. (laughs) I wouldn't let them take care of you. They can try. They can't handle me. You're the only one who can handle me. I can barely handle you. The biggest pain is me in your ass. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm getting my ass removed. Do you think that you're... Okay, the pain that you experienced, the flesh wound (laughs) in the door. Yes. We're going... It wasn't really painful. Like, I have to say, I think that for me... For me, some okay, so I'm with things like flesh wounds or something where like you break the skin, you can see something that you you shouldn't be able to see, you know? Your things that are normally covered up by skin. Yeah, like a science museum, like the body exhibit. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's like that's not a live person. I'm alive still, you know? Mm. So I cannot like my stomach 
my mind. It just doesn't work for me. It doesn't compute and I get really dizzy. I get hot. Uh, I, I, I get really nauseous. I've passed out before, uh, from the sight of blood. So it's not so much the pain that was bad, but it was me just really, really feeling like all of these like physiological responses and so you're tripping. I thought I was going to die. What could have happened if you don't get that wrapped up in a certain amount of time? Does your foot fall off? I don't think it's funny because there's I plenty mean, of people. No, it's that's called, not funny. You get sepsis. That is everybody knows that. If How do you spell that? S-E-P-S-I-S. I want that to be my word of the day. Okay. Sepsis. Yeah. Sepsis. It's a, it's a basically a bacterial infection that happens when you don't treat a wound properly. And it's when germs and bacteria get under the skin and into the blood system and it fucks your shit up. That sounds like a terrible way to die. Well, people used to die. People still die from it. I mean, it, and people died in hospitals from it before they realized how bacteria traveled and how to properly clean wounds and treat people, uh, you know, who were dealing with their insides being on the outside. Shout out to Lindsay Fitzharris, author of The Butchering Art, because that book uh, is a really good historical reference for just how the medical field evolved once germs and bacteria were understood from a medical perspective. And it's it's a really, really fascinating book. Uh, I highly recommend it if anybody is interested in learning more about just that period between sepsis being a regular <laughs> thing in hospitals and people having their wounds properly treated and being able to leave the hospital alive with all of their limbs intact. Yeah. Cause there was trial and error. There was a, you don't know until you know, sort of thing, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody had to be the first. Yeah. Yeah. I always have that thought about like drugs where how many things did people take before they found, uh, I think, uh, I think a marijuana all the time where I'm like, how many things did people smoke before they found it? I mean, I also wonder, like, what else, what did they smoke? And, like, why did they start smoking things at all? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Well, I, I think that it probably started from, you got to think, like, lightning and maybe something caught fire and then somebody inhaled fumes of something. I don't know. That sounds fucking stupid so also. So you think that they didn't start their own fire? No, Billy Joel, I don't think so. Don't even get me started. Well, okay. This is our first one. The first of many. It won't be the last one. And don't forget, it's like our fucking children. Be nice. It's just one child. It's not like, (laughs) or maybe it's like a Siamese twin. No, it's like a Russian nesting kid where the big one is the podcast and then the ones inside are the episodes. Well, then that just becomes less metaphorical because there's no such thing as a Russian nesting kid. That's disgusting. I was thinking of Arepas and I said Arepisodes. Arepisado? Cosmic Rapsado. Shout out to Real Housewives Cosmic (laughs) Rapsado. Shout out to Denise Richards. Shout out to Denise Richards, you crazy bitch. And on that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Wreck Yourselves. Well, what's in a episode? Uh, an episode about a rapist? <laughs>